Good evening, and welcome to The Midnight Owl. I'm your host, Tim. The Midnight Owl is a proud member of the Not After 30 podcast network. This podcast is meant to be for entertainment. This week's script was written by Kat and tailored by me, your humble host. This week's episode is about the curious few that live among us. They are our neighbors. They are our actresses and actors. They are our politicians and even our family. They look like us. They act like us. But they aren't. Their very brains are wired differently than ours. I warn you, dear listener, look for the signs. A silver palm? Awkward elbows at the dinner table? This week's episode is... Lefties in a Right-Handed World. If the left half of the brain controls the right half of the body, then only left-handed people are in their right minds. W.C. Fields I am right-handed, as is most of the world. That being the case, the modern world is engineered towards right-handed people. Notebooks, handrails, the locations of doorknobs. The way a mouse and keyboard is built, or even video game controllers, is all right-handed. It's an interesting thing to reflect on, that a world could be designed specifically for the way that your brain is wired. It makes me think about capitalism. We have moved from a natural world to an industrial one. The world was engineered with products and services to help aid and improve the quality of human life. From the discovery of fire to the Amazon Fire Stick. Ever notice usually the USB slots on a TV is located on the right side of it? It's less profitable to engineer products that aren't designed for the right among us. Can you imagine the reviews on a building whose architecture and engineering team specifically designed everything for ease of use for lefties? Having been raised in a right-handed world, I wonder even if lefties would appreciate it or would they just complain? I get to live in a world designed for me, where I don't have to seek out special scissors or can openers. In its own special way, it makes the existential dread of a life on the razor's edge of minor happiness or success and utter failure seem a little... a little easier to bear. Because at least I don't have to special order things I can go to Dollarama and pick up. In this episode, we'll explore some of the scientific and superstitious claims that exist about lefties. Those whose left hand is their dominant one. You may be surprised to learn that some folklore likens lefties to be the black cats of the human race. World Atlas Online says that 10% of the global population is left-handed. While they are a minority, you've likely spotted a lefty once or twice in your life. Remember the kid in schools whose notes always seemed smeared across their page and whose left arm always was embossed with pencil lead or pen ink? 
the kid you would ask to borrow a hockey stick from and find it to be utterly unusable. You may have heard the tales from olden times when left-handed children were forced to learn to perform using their right hand. The most frequently told tale is that they have their left arm tied behind their back, leaving them no choice but to do their best with their right hand. At least we think of it as olden times. Mom, our head researcher, let me know that when we were talking about this episode, her older brother was threatened with a strap in school for using his left hand. I didn't get many more details, but it was implied my grandmother went down to the school with fire and brimstone in her eyes. My uncle never received the strap, and it was never brought up again, so interesting. Some basics to be aware of. Um, the left side of your brain controls the right side of your body and vice versa. People tend to function with favor to one side of the brain or body over the other. Ambidextrous folks, those who can function equally well with the left and right, are estimated to be only 1% of the world's population. Again, lefties count for 10%, leaving 89% of the world's population as righties. So why are lefties lefties? Science doesn't really know for sure. It's suggested to be both biological and social, however. Difficulties arise with attributing lefty dexterity to genetics as there is no discernible pattern to make that case. Left-handed parents birth right-handed children, and right-handed parents birth left-handed children. Unlike other qualities, like blue eyes or blonde hair that can be traced genetically, even if recessive, handiness cannot be correlated to a solely genetic source. In the early 1980s, Professor Gishwind of Harvard University claimed to have evidence that chemical changes while a baby is in the womb may be related to changes in the development of the brain which impact the baby's dexterity. He claimed especially high levels of the male hormone testosterone was the chemical culprit. Personally, this sounds like a lefty trying to make excuses. Like, they are left-handed because they are so manly. It's like balding guys giving a bold nod at statistics that suggest they are better lovers. If these stats are from turtle wax manufacturers, they just might be wanting to sell you a product that can get an extra shine to your chrome dome. I wouldn't trust it. That being said, the Midnight Owl does not now nor will it ever check sources. We are, as the intro states, an entertainment podcast. And based on the reaction so far, we should probably focus on that first. Around the same time, fellow scientists were publishing results that attributed left-handedness to events occurring at the time of birth. Rather than any chemical composition during the development stages, these scientists pointed to the birth traumas, prolonged labor, breech birth, and prematurity. According to a number of studies, more than 50% of all low birth weight babies turn out to be left-handed, compared to only about 8% of all other babies. Some studies state that the spine is responsible for determining dexterity, with chemical composition and neurological development coupling to determine the ultimate outcome. But the number of factors that can impact the development factors are not entirely known by science at this time. What can be said for sure is that twins are more likely to be lefties than singletons. It is theorized this may be a result of mirror imaging and or accommodation to crowded quarters in a shared womb. 
recalling that only 10% of the total population is left-handed, the Washington State Registry claims that 21% of identical twins are lefties, and 17% of all twins, inclusive of fraternal pairs, are lefties. A variety of literature exists examining the cause and effect relationships of the good old nature versus nurture debate. Again, the exact cause of left-handedness is not known. Twins offer an ideal examination of handiness because they share both the genetic and environmental circumstances. However, they still do not share dexterities in all cases. So since we're at the start of the episode, let's address two myths that repeatedly appear in Google searches for facts about lefties. Myth 1. Lefties are more creative. Research attempts to support this claim remain inconclusive. There was a study in 1995 that concluded left-handed men generated more creative problem-solving ideas. However, there was no discernible difference in the results for women. A study in the 1970s conducted by Dr. Ocha on more than 7,000 school children suggested that lefties likely produce more creative problem-solving skills as a result of the additional challenges of a right-handed world, therefore requiring greater flexibility in their thinking. While thinking outside the box is a discernible strength, this does not substantiate the claim that lefties are innately more creative than right-handed people. Myth 2 Lefties are right-brained. Dr. Grimshaw's experiments on the brain hemispheres of the left and right-handedness determined that 98% of righties are left-brained, as are 70% of lefties. As such, Grimshaw concluded that they certainly don't have reversed brains. This finding further demystifies the first myth regarding creativity being innately reserved for lefties as most lefties use the same hemispheric reasoning as righties. A journal titled Biology Letters published an article in 2017 explaining the elevated success rate of left-handed dominant athletes in certain sports careers. For example, 30% of professional baseball pitchers are lefties, which is considerable representation of lefties who only count for 10% of the entire global population. Caesar Lombrazo often referred to as the father of modern criminology, theorized that left-handedness was not the work of the devil. This individual was a progressive, forward-thinking man of science. Rather, Caesar suggested that it was a biological abnormality, which made left-handed people more numerous among criminals and lunatics. While contemporary criminology does not support this claim, <clears throat> openly, cough, <clears throat> The New Yorker writes that some of the most notorious murders have been lefties, naming Osama bin Laden, the Boston Strangler, and Jack the Ripper as examples. Lefties who have made an impact internationally include America's President Obama, Apple Steve Jobs, Microsoft's Bill Gates, Facebook's Mark Zuckerberg, NASA's Buzz Aldrin. Lefty celebrities include Oprah, Paul McCartney, Lady Gaga, Jerry Seinfeld, Jay Leno, Keanu Reeves, just to name a few as the list goes on and on. Good for them for keeping busy. Idle hands being the devil's workshop and all. American public health data of the 1960s revealed a daunting trend in the survival rates of lefties. 
At the age of 10, 15% of the world's population was left-handed. At 20, 13%. By age 50, the figure drops to 5%. And by 80, it's less than 1%. Beyond that, there are few, if any, left-handers left. Being a curious mind, one might suggest that this could be tied to left-handed person's alleged criminal nature. In an effort to paint the statistics as less ominous, some suggested that the lefty count may have lessened as most lefties were encouraged to adopt right-handedness. However, it was stated that the transition from left-handed to right-handed was not often successful, meaning the idea that lefties had become righties was not sufficient explanation for the depletion of their numbers. And furthermore, it was reminded that America had ceased to enforce conversion efforts long before admitting to the futility of past strategies. A 1991 New York Times article echoes this idea, titled, Being Left-Handed May Be Dangerous to Life. The article presents a research study conclusion that left-handed people tend to live significantly shorter lives than right-handers because they face more perils in a world dominated by right-handed people. The New England Journal of Medicine specified that the research study examined a thousand people to determine right-handed women statistically live five years longer than left-handed women, and right-handed men live approximately ten years longer than left-handed men. The primary researchers involved were Dr. Diane F. Halpern of the California State University and Dr. Stanley Corin of the University of British Columbia. They advised that left-handers were often five times more likely to die in accidents. A study published in the American Journal of Public Health asserts that left-handers are 89% more likely to suffer serious accidents, 85% more likely to have a car crash, 54% more likely to hurt themselves with tools, 49% more susceptible to serious domestic injury, the numbers of journals reporting on similar research reaching similar conclusions is countless. There are ample sources asserting the same warnings. Lefties are required to make do with their less dexterous hand or to work in uncomfortable or hazardous positions. British novelist Maggie O'Farrell wrote that two and a half thousand left-handed people are killed every year using things made for right-handed people. It's a startling statistic, if it's true. An attempt to locate reliable data on the death rates of lefties, with the cause of death being accidental due to right-handed equipment, proved to be a search without any fruitful results. It's almost as if left-handed persons don't want us to know these answers. Hmm... If you need a visual on how injury may occur, YouTube left-handers can't use right-handed scissors. Although I cannot confirm the exact death count of lefties at the mercy of right-handed devices, the variety of misfortunes that could befall a lefty does raise an inconvenient reality that is validated by lefties. Living in a right-handed world is hard. Entire businesses revolve around the niche market of tools designed specifically for left-handed operation. From scissors and can openers to circular saws and even golf clubs. 
the variety of specialty products for lefties continues to grow. Now isn't that handy? For fun, I checked out the office supply company Staples and what offerings they had for lefties. My interest was specifically for the cost comparison between a pair of regular scissors, normal scissors, and left-handed scissors. I was prepared to be unsurprised by left-handed scissors costing more for being a specialty product. However, I was pleasantly surprised that economic opportunism has not struck the scissor industry, at Staples at least, and they cost the same. Which, not to promote conspiracy for the sake of conspiracy, why hasn't it? Why is this the one thing left untouched by greed? Got my eyes on you, lefties. Anything left-handed was the name of a store located in London, England from 1968 to 2006. The store doors have closed, but the business still operates online at anythingleftehanded.co.uk. Amazon also has a bunch of uh, left-handed offerings. The website for Anything Left-Handed describes themselves as a group of left-handed people providing products and information to make life a bit easier for left-handers around the world and campaigning to promote awareness, acceptance, and empathy for left-handers. An article posted to anythingleftehanded.co.uk in 2011 addresses the claim of 2,500 left-handers killed using right-handed products. The argument asserts that the unlikeliness that capitalist greed hasn't leveraged that information as a means of profiteering from the misfortune of lefties. Specifically, the letter states, and I quote, quote, We are pretty sure that if this was really the case, that the life insurance and pension companies would have picked up on it and tried to charge differential rates for left-handers. With the absolute insane calculations and otherwise callous attitudes towards the value of human life, how in the fuck have insurance companies not stepped in to wring out a few more dollars from lefties? As a Canadian, we have to pay into a universal healthcare system. As a smoker, my vice is taxed like crazy. It's a way of prepaying for the cancer treatments I may one day need. I'm investing in the chemo treatments of tomorrow, in a sense. Which is good, because I don't really plan for the future much, and at least the government's got my back today. So, why do lefties out there mishandling industrial equipment or driving with an unnatural configuration of their brake pedals and gear shifter get a free pass for the accident they are statistically eventually going to cause? While I refrain from offering optimism to economics, the aforementioned staple scissors cost comparison does suggest that lefties may be catching a break, perhaps as a condolence for their luck otherwise. The reality remains that machinery and equipment is mass-manufactured and standardized. For example, it's not difficult to imagine how a factory may be a dangerous place for a lefty, as safety guards and emergency shutoffs are placed where they're most beneficial and accessible for the majority of workers, for the highest odds of being effective for the largest number of workers. Arguably, those best protected are right-handed people, leaving lefties at a larger risk of injury and fatality. 
If you were hiring for a small business, let's say you have 10 employees. Statistically, one of them would be left-handed. Would you be reluctant to hire a left-hander? It's not a prejudice against lefties, but starting a business is difficult and expensive. The extra cost of multiple office supplies to accommodate all handed people in an office could affect the bottom line. An April 2019 article published by Healthline, an American health information site, discusses major health risks that are predominant in left-handed members of the population. Citing a 2007 study in the British Journal of Cancer, Healthline suggests that left-handed women are at a higher risk of breast cancer diagnosis. Additional to Healthline's article, an earlier 1985 study had stated more specifically that left-handed women under the age of 45 were more than twice as likely to develop breast cancer. Citing a 2011 study from the American College of Chest Physicians, Healthline suggests that left-handers are at a higher risk of periodic limb movement disorder, which supports assertions and other sources that state lefties experience more sleep difficulties, specifically a more frequent experience of insomnia. Tired and crazy. That's not a great combination. Citing a 2013 study by Yale University, Healthline suggests that left-handers are at a higher risk of suffering psychotic disorder. A study of patients with schizophrenia and schizoaffective disorder revealed that 40% of patients were left-handed, which is startling high percentage in the terms of relativity, considering lefties only account for 10% of the population. 40% of patients were left-handed, but they only make up 10% of the population. As previously discussed, science continues to investigate the wiring process that occurs between the brain and the body in embryo, and how that wiring may impact not only which hand a person uses most predominantly to interact with the world, but their overall interaction with the world. Citing a 2009 study published in the scholarly journal Demography, Healthline suggests that left-handed children experience more academic struggles than their right-handed classmates. Having discovered statistically substantial lower scores in reading, writing, and vocabulary, the study considered parental involvement and socioeconomic status, stating it was inconsequential. The statistics remain the same. Additional to Healthline's article, a 2014 study by Harvard, published in the Journal of Economic Perspectives, supports the 2009 study's findings, further stating that left-handed students have more learning disabilities, specifically stating dyslexia, and complete less schooling. While earlier studies supported the same assertions, there are exceptions. Several studies in the late 80s suggested that, while lefties may have a higher occurrence of academic difficulties by relative statistics to the right-handed population, lefties demonstrated a high occurrence of being mentally gifted, which was determined through a series of standardized tests. On one hand, lefties seem to have pulled the short straw. On the other hand, there are health advantages for lefties with studies supporting statements that lefties have lower rates of ulcers and arthritis, and they recover faster from strokes and other brain-related injuries. This phenomenon is thanks to a life spent strengthening both sides of their brain, through the trials of surviving in a right-handed world. 
thus making them better at using their non-dominant hand, which serves as an advantage in recovering from damages to one side of their brain. What doesn't kill you only makes you stronger. The etymology of the word left reveals historically significant origins of the negative connotations associated with the word itself. In Old English, the word left is sourced in the West Germanic word lift, which translates to weak, as in feeble, frail, fragile, unsteady, flaccid, flimsy. With most of the population being righties, the left side of the body was literally the weaker side of the body for its less frequent use, therefore less developed muscles and coordination. In Latin, left translates to sinister, with the connotation of evil, unlucky, or suspicious. In French, the word for left is gauche, which, incidentally, also the word for clumsy. On the other hand, in French, the word for right is droit, which also means upright or straight, both in the sense of vertical and to refer to a moral character. In the common vernacular, a left-handed compliment is understood to be an insult, disguised as a compliment. So examples of this could be, Wow, you're really handsome. For a bigger guy. I respect how brave you are. If my podcast sounded like that, I don't think I'd ever release an episode. I wish I had the confidence to leave the house looking like that. Congratulations on the new job. I honestly believed you didn't meet any of the qualifications. I am so happy for you. Hey, it's great to finally meet you. You must be great at Photoshop. I don't know. You just look so much more awake with makeup. Oh, what a cute baby. It must take after its mother. Oh, your days must be so carefree. I wish I didn't have any responsibilities like you. These left-handed compliments are also known as backhanded compliments. And even just considering phrases in which left is indicative of a situation, which would you rather be? Included or left behind? Invited or left out? A fresh meal or offered leftovers? Prejudice against lefties is a global phenomenon with superstitions stitched into stories worldwide. The South African Zulu tribes are documented in the 19th century to have ritually placed children's left hands into boiling water to scald the left hand to ensure it could not be the dominant hand. Therefore, all members of the tribe would be right-handed, as it was believed to be the righteous hand. Left-handedness was once associated with witchcraft, which made lefties targets for wicked accusations. It is said that left-handed women were consequently burned at the stake during the Salem witch trials. Ancient Celts associated left with femininity. The Greeks as well associated the woman with the left. Superstitions about conception suggested that a baby's sex was determined by the testicle from which the sperm originated. The right testicle breeding boys and the left testicle breeding girls. Humanity being what it is, as dumb as we are, the story goes that men would tie off one testicle to prevent it from offering sperm in an effort to control the sex of their children. 
often with the preference being males, as they were the stronger sex in terms of family lineage, carrying the name down throughout time, farming, and other labor for the sake of the family's survival. So, with it often being the case that males were the preferred gender, many, many men would suffocate his left testicle to breed a boy. Well, listener, here's an interesting line of thought, and it's a little freeform, so try to follow me if this makes sense. Males were the preferred gender, so that's the right testicle, and girls were slightly less desirable, the left testicle. So, they would tie off the left testicle, suffocate blood to any area of your body and oxygen goes blue. So do you think that's the origin of the term blue balls? For thousands of years, girls have been causing blue balls. Which is probably ultimately always the guy's fault, but hey. Curious. I don't know what to believe on that one. I think it's probably just crazy. But I'll leave the ball in your court on this one. Common superstition relating to the left side of the body suggests it to be symptomatic of something ominous that is soon to occur. For example, if you hear a ringing in your left ear, someone is said to be cursing you, whereas ringing in your right ear means someone is praising you. If your left palm itches, you're about to lose money or pay an expense, whereas an itchy right palm means you'll receive money. If your left foot itches before a journey, be warned, as your travels will end in disaster. However, an itchy right foot before a trip means you're supposed to enjoy safe travels. If your left eye twitches, you will soon see an enemy. But if your right eye twitches, you will cross paths with a friend. If you get out of bed on your left foot, it is said to be most likely that you will have a bad day. One must start their day on their right foot. Literally. In all accounts, the left side of the body represents bad omens for poor fortune. The devil is associated with the left hand, and Satan is said to be left-handed himself, with tales extending to the claim that Satan baptizes his followers with his left hand. Furthermore, folklore and suggestions suggest that evil spirits lurk over the left shoulder. When salt was an extremely valuable commodity, it was considered very bad luck to waste any. So if spilled, the salt must be tossed over the left shoulder to ward off the evil of whatever impending doom the spill had summoned. When giving a toast at a wedding or any variety of celebration, glasses are always raised with the right hand. To make a toast with the left hand is to curse those who are you're about to speak about. It is ritual that Christians make the sign of the cross using their right hand as a symbol of blessing. Judeo-Christian influence has arguably informed much of the formation of the Western world. These traditions were relied on for truth-telling, the official story, the ultimate authority, all supporting the idea that the right hand is tied to righteousness and the left hand represents immorality. The scriptures of all three Judeo-Christian cosmologies favor right-handedness. The Torah, the Bible, and the Quran all damn left-handedness as an evil trait. Some suggest that the Christian Bible contains over 100 favorable right-hand references 
and over 30 unfavorable left-handed references. Well, I didn't bother to perform any count to confirm this, but consider the judgment of nations. As a stern example that confirms the accusations that the Bible does refer to left hand, let's say unfavorably. Matthew 25.41 Then he will say to those at his left hand, You that are accursed, depart from me into the eternal fire, prepared for the devil and his angels. In Islam, the left hand is considered unclean, as it is a religious custom to use the left hand to wipe their butts. Which is a shitty reason to demonize lefties. I know it's a cheap joke, it's all I can afford. I actually went and read up a bit on this, because I think we've all heard some stereotypes and bullshit surrounding this, but... Vice has this amazing article explaining this from the perspective of the author who is Muslim. They're just next level in their cleanliness, and keeping it consistent across a complete society is fucking awesome. Like, I stopped to think about it for a second after. If everything unclean is done with one hand, and you have a right hand that is clean, when you shake a person's hand or a server brings you a fork, handing it to you with their right hand? I can only just imagine an unspoken gratitude. Yes, of course, everybody washes their hands and soap and everything, but there's an extra layer of comfort when you know that hand has never touched their butt. There is a lot of reading material that suggests prior to Christianity's theological domination of the Western world's collective psyche, the left side of the body being associated with femininity was not viewed as weakness or immorality, rather was revered for the feminine connotation as a source of life. However, the Christian tale of Eve in the Garden of Eden dramatically changes the way women are painted as Eve is assigned the blame for the original sin, she who introduced immorality to the human experience, forevermore making the female gender the bearer of shame. By extension, the left became evil. But it's not all bad news for the left-handed reputation. Incan tradition revered lefties as being spiritual healers with unique magical qualities. And in Buddhism, the left hand represents wisdom. As an April Fool's joke in 1998, Burger King placed an ad in USA Today for a new left-handed whopper in which all the same Whopper ingredients would be configured 180 degrees opposite to the standard Whopper to accommodate left-handed customers. While the hoax was an attempt to show off the Burger King's marketing team's sense of humor, the news reported that the following day, thousands of left-handed customers did attempt to order the left-handed Whopper. Well, folks, I think we had a little bit of fun today at the... Uh left-handed people's expense and i hope that we all take some time and mark our calendars for international left-handers day occurring annually on august 13th august 13th hopefully that's not a friday they don't need any more bad luck we can all come out and support them as best we can if you know a lefty this is a great opportunity to recognize their uniqueness and maybe gift them with a specialty left-handed gadget or 
Maybe even roll them a left-handed cigarette. That's a joint for those not in the know. And pass the dochi to the left-hand side. Support the cause. The Midnight Owl is available on all podcatchers. We are on Instagram at the Midnight Owl Podcast. Our email is beardedandbored at gmail.com. We are active on the Not After 30 Podcast Network Facebook page. If you have any questions or comments, feel free to reach out with your right hand and we're happy to talk. Last weekend I went up to PodCamp Toronto and I had a really fun time. I might get deeper into details on this in a reflection episode later. Well, I'm talking off the top of my head, I don't want to miss anyone, because the organizers were absolutely amazing, the speakers were next level good, and uh, the quality of just being around other podcasters and laughing and having fun and talking about this crazy endeavor was really good. My short-term memory is freaking fried, so honestly I have to go and write all this down before I talk too much more. I don't want to miss anybody. But thank you to those that hosted it, those that ran the classes, and the old guard for humoring an inspiring amateur. One interesting thing that came out of a discussion Saturday from a longtime podcaster, Anthony Marco. He has several shows out there. If you search them, you can find them. I'll, I'll mention them in another episode. Is that... Uh, as we look around and we see the big money coming in as the corporations and networks get bigger and we're pushed a little further to the side you know it's easy to feel up against the wall they're flexing their muscles and all we can do is help support each other by listening and promoting our shows there are a lot of people out there with amazing ideas and the courage to record and I'd like to support that even in my small way so please, if you have a show, if there's a show you love and you want me to talk about it, email me the name of the show, the episode you think I should check out, and the country of origin. And I'll check it out, and if I like it, I'll incorporate it into the end of the episode suggestions. Thank you, listener. And don't forget to owl at the moon. Hoot hoot. At the beginning of this episode, let's address two myths. At the beginning of this episode, let's. <laughs> damn it. God damn it. Did men generated more creative problem carbons? Caesar Lombroso, often referred to as the father. Caesar Lombazo, often referred to as the father of modern criminology. Almost as if left-handed persons don't want us to know these answers. Quote. And I quote. We are pretty... We're pretty sure they... We are pretty sure that if we are pretty sure that if that was really the case, the life insurance and 
pension companies would have picked up on it and tried to charge differential rates for left-handers. It's kind of nice to know with all the varied religions in the world, only two stand beside the lefties. 